Hey guys, I'm Andy Ziesmer. This is People Who Change the World. Got this mug in Paris once. Ten Bells Coffee Shop, one of my favorites. Every week we try and put out one of these shows where we introduce you to someone who's changing the world. This week it's gonna be Kyle and Sarah Tanuma. They are incredible people living down in the Modesto missions base. Uh, I'm not gonna talk a lot about them because I'm gonna let their interview do the work. So. I wanted to tell you though about a dinner that we have coming up here in Camas, Washington uh, on July 29th. It is a fundraising dinner. It is very specifically to help us achieve the goal of raising the support we need to accomplish one, the missions conference, two, uh, some necessary things to kind of help us lean into the, the year, specifically in this office, we really need to get a few tools so that we can continue assisting missionaries and pushing them forward. And we're also doing some work at the mission space in California, um, renovating a little bit of that. So there's a lot of things going on and we genuinely want you to see what's happening and be a part and know about it. There's gonna be a number of missionaries who have already communicated with that will be coming, uh, that are preparing for the field. So you can meet some of the missionaries. Um, the Fakers have, uh, Jordan Faker at least, they, Chelsea and the girls are doing something with their family I think, but um, Jordan Faker, who was one of the very first interviews we ever did, he will be here with us that night, uh, as well as Christy Hildebrand. Christy is going to Africa, so you need to meet them in person, talk to them, hear their heart for where they're going. Um, and then we're gonna, we're gonna entertain you. <laughs> it's not about a night of entertainment, but it will be entertaining. I promise it'll be fun. Um, and we're gonna have dinner and we're gonna talk about what's going on. We're gonna show some videos, we're gonna share, we're gonna be doing all kinds of things and then inviting you to be a part of even a silent auction that's gonna be happening so that all of those proceeds will go to helping us raise these goals. So, July 29th, jesusmission.org slash dinner. That's where you can go to register. Um, there's only 96 seats available. This, it's a handmade drum. This was made for a Jesus mission. This was made for a Jesus mission so that we could auction it off and we're gonna put it up for dinner, for dinner? We could eat dinner off this, it's so nice and clean, but we're gonna put it up for auction at the dinner. Uh, if you are a musician or you really care about one, these things normally, custom drums like this can go for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. We're talking like 800 plus dollars. So we're gonna put that up. So July 29th, $10 uh, to cover the cost of the food. It's going to be a, an incredible dinner. Um, it's going to be catered. It's going to, there'll be many options for all of you who have dietary restrictions. Don't use that as an excuse. Come, join us July 29th. Outside of that, I'm going to jump to this interview pretty quick. Kyle and Sarah are people you need to know. They really truly are helping to change the world down there in Modesto, California, where they are um, pushing forward the work and they are doing discipleship and they're helping with a lot of different church plants that are, that are happening through Jesus Mission. You need to know these guys, they're incredible. They just got married recently. Sarah came early as like an intern almost in a Jesus Mission couple of years ago, ended up falling in love with Kyle, getting married. Kyle was on the band, in the band, Final Greetings on the road. It's not on the road anymore. I won't take their story away from them, I'll let them tell you. But outside of that, a Jesus Mission is doing well. 
Uh, it is a busy, busy, busy season. We're heading into the summer. Bands are on the road. You can be praying for all of these people. The, the Beals, who I've told you about a few times, they are settling into their new home in Germany. Um, there's a, new missionaries on the field that are coming into a Jesus mission that I cannot wait for you to meet. I'm going to keep bringing you these interviews as quickly as I can gather them. So, until then, let's watch this one with Kyle and Sarah. Okay, Kyle, Sarah, thank you for coming. You just literally walked into our office and I said, sit down, we're gonna record a video. I want, I want you to meet them. Uh, tell me maybe just like the two minute version of your history, how you guys uh, even came to know Jesus and ended up in a Jesus mission. And I know it's like a blitz to ask you to do that, but then this is completely unprepared. They had no idea we were even filming this. I said, sit down, we're making a video. How did you come to know Jesus and why are you a part of a Jesus mission? So, I came to know Jesus through a local summer camp growing up, and I got involved in a Jesus mission through that very same summer camp. Involved. I uh, met Pierce, and he was part of Cadence Please, and God was doing radical things in my life at that time. I was doing my own thing, and then it sucked, and then I decided <laughs> to follow Jesus, and things were good. And then I met Pierce, and he was like one of the first like Christians I met that I, like this guy is super cool, but he like wants to wake up early to read the Bible. And like, <laughs> I want to be around guys like this. Yeah. And so I, he ended up asking me to join the band. I joined the band. I helped start a band with Sam Carson, mm -hmm. Final Greetings. You guys might have heard of them. And I met Sarah as I passed through Modesto every once in a while with the band. Yeah. Yeah. And then you ended up falling in love. And now you're madly in love. Madly in love. <laughs> Sarah. How about you? Where did you meet? How did you come to know Jesus? How did you end up in a Jesus mission and falling in love with this joker? Okay, this joker. Yeah. Uh, I came to know about Jesus by growing up in the church. Mm -hmm. So that kind of, you get saved, but then my relationship with Christ started later on when I, yeah. he called me to missions work. Uh, and I met the Jesus mission people through taking a trip to California for my friend who yeah, it was a long story, but like I met these people and You're like, then, how do I do this in two minutes? Yeah, I'm like, uh, so, you know, I, I, God very clearly spoke to mm -hmm. me to follow him in a more like deep way and like get sold up, sold out for him. Yeah, like he said, meeting people who were like really serious about Jesus and weren't weird, you know, yeah. it was like legit. And then, yeah, so from then I met Kyle, he come in and out. Because <laughs> he was off touring the world. Yeah, he was off touring and then I would talk to him sometimes and we just kind of clicked. And so that's a that's like very nutshell. And so here we are today. They clicked and now they're married. And that's right, how it yeah. happens, boys and girls. When you click with it someone. It has to click. <laughs> you have to hear that. No. That's awesome. So, yeah. so you live in Modesto, yes. California, at the missions base. We call it a missions base because these guys, along with a great many other people, have made the decision to step into this what some people consider strange community life where you, you give up everything you have, maybe not everything, you still own things like a yeah, car. That's not yeah. like a sketchy way of giving not up everything. Bunker, <laughs> thing, but, you know. but you live in this really hyper communal way on mission alongside a bunch of other people in Modesto to reach the valley with the gospel and to do a lot of things. Tell me some of what happens there at the missions base because a lot of you guys have heard about it. Um, now we have people, we have actual missions based livers in the in the studio today so give these guys a little picture of what that looks like what your heart is for it and maybe what god is doing there that they don't know about or don't get to hear about yeah yeah so it's pretty simple it's kind of like you take 
like a missions base that you'd find in a third world country, mm -hmm. but you stick it in California. <laughs> and pretty much we, um, we host missionaries that are coming mm -hmm. through, the Jesus Mission missionaries will host conferences. I remember being part of Final Greetings and we had a band conference there yeah. and it was truly a you know, refreshing time getting to know more of Jewish mission people. And so we, we do that. We do ministry. Uh, we, we'll, we'll do feeding programs for the homeless and other things like putting on art classes for Afghan refugees so they can know about Jesus. Um, a lot of the admin work for a Jesus mission happens there as mm -hmm. well. So there's a couple people that are like admin that, that live on base or work at, on base. We have an office space there. And essentially like a big part, part for me and Sarah is we disciple people. Um, there's missionaries and then there's people here uh, on the base and we, we teach them how to learn about Jesus and how to love Jesus and yeah. how to become church planners and plant home churches and that's kind of what we do. Yeah. Right, right. One of the words I knew, we were talking about this before, I was saying multifunctional is like a good word because it's not just one thing. Yeah, it's not like one just, lane yeah, you're running in. Just yeah. as any other missions organization, someone's got to run a nonprofit and platform missionaries across the world, you know. So in the States, we do more of the admin stuff. There's still like tons of opportunity to be whatever the missionaries do overseas, like in your own city. Yeah, and yeah. so that's like something we try to focus on. Like you don't have to be in Africa or like Europe or whatever to do the kind of things. Like there's people who are your neighbors who you can like reach. So it is hard on a rural road to like, Andy is in like a neighborhood where he can reach his neighbors, but we're still, you know, we're very focused on out, outreach. And stuff yeah. Like that. So that's just yeah. one of the things, a lot of admin work, administrative work. Mm -hmm. The outreach thing, lean into that, because I know a lot of the people there are a huge part of, you guys serve alongside some mm -hmm. other ministries in the valley there. Talk about what you guys are doing. I've seen pictures and shared things about like the shower truck and the food distribution yeah. and the partnership with like the gospel mission. Talk mm -hmm. about some yeah. of what you guys are doing in the outreach element. Yeah, so pretty much every week, um, for those of you who don't know, we have a coffee ministry within mm -hmm. a Jesus mission called Kingdom Coffee. Pause. Coffeeforgood.co. You can buy your coffee right there and support missionaries like us on a Jesus mission by literally getting a consumable coffee product. It's delicious. And it's good. It gets part of it. Some of the stuff gets roasted literally at the spot down there yeah. and they help ship it out. So coffeeforgood.co, link below. What were you saying? Unpause. <laughs> Unpause. Um, this video sponsored by <laughs> Coffee for Good. It, it, there's a, a local ministry that like converted this like bus, mm -hmm. this like like I think like an old person bus to okay. transport them to places. Yeah. An old person bus, otherwise yeah. known as a touring bus in the band world. <laughs> Elderly <laughs> bus, and they 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 retrofitted it to have a bunch of showers, mm -hmm. and they retrofitted one to have a bunch of washing and drying, and so pretty much they'll post up in random places and give out free showers and free awesome. uh, clothing cleaning to homeless people. And this is just like a super, very practical way, I think, to love the poor in our, in our area. And we partner alongside them and provide free coffee. And it's, you know, it's kind of a cool thing because you have someone that is almost like dehumanized in a lot mm -hmm. of ways, you know, living on the streets but they walk out a new man or a new woman with a shower and a hot cup of coffee and some conversation. Yeah. And so that- Not only yeah. are you like giving them like at, 
like showers and stuff, but you're like having conversations with them, like intentionality yeah. where like they probably wouldn't get that and like getting to know them. Praying yeah. for them. Yeah. And so that's awesome. one thing we do. Um, Bernardo, uh, he works with the Unite the Mission and he hands out food to various places in, in the community, whether it's like homeless camps or whether it's like low income housing. Um, we work alongside some YWAM missionaries mm-hmm. uh, to reach an Afghan uh, refugee population. That's awesome. That, are, that is like, yeah, it's a very sensitive population and they don't necessarily have much way to get integrated into America. Yeah. And so this is a, like a really good way for uh-huh. mothers to learn English, for children to get to know Americans that are like, that love Jesus. Yeah. And, and yeah, those are just hmm. a couple of the... Many things we do. That's a, a, that's yeah. a lot. There's more going on there than you can even imagine. Right. Um, talk about some of the discipleship stuff. I know you said you, you yeah. are part of Unite the Mission, which is the, the house church, the U.S. specific house church piece of a Jesus mission. We're literally uniting the mission. We call it a Jesus mission. We're uniting people in the mission, pushing them forward to plant churches. Talk about some of what home churches look like down in the valley, because you guys have been growing and multiplying and dividing for the last year or so. Talk about that. Yeah, yeah. And so, pretty much it's really simple. The, we, we try to be the church, yeah. essentially. We uh, meet in homes, we meet in public places, and there's a big emphasis on everybody like encouraging one another. Mm-hmm. Like, 1 Corinthians 8, I, I, I might be misquoting. Yeah. <laughs> but like, everybody has a song, everybody has a teaching, something to give to encourage the body, and so okay. that's a big focus of these groups. Sometimes we meet in homes, I guess that's kind of what we landed on, but the big emphasis is everybody being the church together and and being a family essentially. And so we both actually lead, help lead uh, two individual Unite the Mission home churches in Modesto. And kind of like a a lot of those principles of like being a family, discipling Mm -hmm. one another is a part of being on the base. Yeah. And that's a yeah, it's a big part of what we do. We disciple one another mm-hmm. and and learn and grow together. It's been really amazing to see um, one of the guys who even lives there. And I need to have a conversation with Nick for you guys to meet Nick sometime. Nick is yeah. one of the coolest guys. He is a chess nerd. He smoked me like four games in a row last time I was down <laughs> in Modesto. But Nick came from a. I'll let him tell the story on this show sometime. But he essentially came with with no belief or a a belief that maybe God wasn't even real and and he got saved and he has now been baptized through one of these home churches. Stories like that are starting to just come out of nowhere. Now the guy lives on the mission space, is being discipled, is living alongside you guys as you and learning how to love Jesus and live that way externally. And so it's really cool to watch home churches and that's exactly the way that we plant churches in other parts of the world. Missionaries go to another part of the world. They dig into relationships in a small community or, or as big a community as they can get, and they plant a, 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 an expression of the church in their local area. That's what you guys are doing and multiplying over and over again, and you're seeing people like Nick come. They're baptizing people. God is moving yeah. in astounding ways down there, and it's really cool to observe and cool to see. Um, it, I know this was completely thrown at you. Nothing here was planned. I just said, sit down. Let's make a video. You're here in the office. They're up here to visit your family, which lives near me in Washington State. Um, we grew up in very similar parts of the, the yeah. world, <laughs> Sarah and I. Um, and then Kyle's a Californian, so he's not from anywhere near. Uh, but <laughs> if you had 30 seconds or a minute to just 
preach it. Just, but I want to hear this from both of you. Just essentially, what has God put on your heart that people watching this or hearing this might need to hear? And some of the people that watch this are people that are a part of a Jesus mission, getting to know other missionaries. Some of these people might be your supporters or your family members or, or, or complete strangers who just don't even know your name before today. If you had, if you had a minute to just encourage them, admonish them, uh, what would you say? Just preach it for a second. We can, we can cut it and come back in after they've had a second to think about what the Lord might want to say. Tyler, insert awkward stalling music here. <laughs> okay, I think I will start. Um, I think one aspect, I guess, to let people know that I guess one of the difficulties in, you've heard about the multifunctional kind of base living environment, and it's kind of the same as, like Kyle was saying, what you would find in the DR or another like third world country kind of setup where a lot of people are eager to send people or support it when they hear about it because it's, you know, it's something happening over there. And it's, it's kind of different when it's in your own state, I suppose. In, in the U.S., it's tended, people tend to look at it differently, mm -hmm. understandably, because they expect, I don't know, a lot of people have a mindset of missionaries go away and then they come back and they do the American living thing. But mm -hmm. um, I would encourage people to kind of open their minds to like, I don't know that that kind of thing is the same thing and there's a lot of need in your backyard in your like neighborhood even more so than like I hear like Africa is like really Christian now like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of just a secular like not I don't know it, it's it's not quite different and a lot of people tend to think of it as like very different they separate it and call it things like mm. commune or whatever you want to call it you know there's like this this attitude toward it which it's I perception I understand it like I understand where it comes from but well, like a second look, it's just like not consistent um, with like supporting it elsewhere, but then when it's there, you know, so I don't know, I would encourage people to recognize that God is moving in that way and mm. it might look different, but God, God moves in a lot of different ways and we, we put him in this box, but God has moved in way weirder ways. Like he, yeah. he will reach people, he will, he will go whatever lengths it takes. So I don't know. Just don't put God in a box and be, be open-minded. That's that. awesome. Yeah, that's literally exactly what, pretty much what I was going to say. Right. This idea, like, I was going to say I've been meditating on. I'm a very logical person. And Kyle God. might be one of the smartest deep thinkers I know. When he, he and I have conversations, I feel dumber by the end of uh, it. It's, it's not my own wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like this uh, very logical, like, like, because of this, this, and this, God must be this. Hmm. But I think through the very person of Jesus, like just reveals that God is kind of able to do whatever. And sometimes his wisdoms don't fit within our, our span of understanding or what we were raised with. Hmm. And uh, this idea of Jesus being the new wine and like if Jesus is coming to give you his new wine to be, give you himself, what kind of wineskin are you? Are you a new wineskin that's open to the possibilities of how the spirit can move? Or are you one that will burst and will let the wine fall through your hands? And so I, as Sarah was talking about with like, like the missions base, this is just something that like we've witnessed God just do organically through people. Like nothing, we didn't set out, we're going to plant a missions base yeah. in Modesto, California. Like you were on tour. Yeah, I was, I was in a band. 
and and she came down there to help the friend nanny and god did something and so i i would just encourage people to, to, to keep an open mind to what the spirit can do and that might look a, a little bit different than what we're used to yeah it might look like missionaries in your own backyard yeah. and and reaching the needs instead of going out to to a place hmm. and yeah i don't know that's awesome thank you for one just coming to hang out with us for yeah. a few minutes uh and two for taking the time to sit and have this conversation i just want I want you to know these guys because they are literally people who will change the world. They are changing the shape of the entire county down there as they push other people forward, as they serve alongside them, as they lead as servants and as they learn how to do different things. You probably never would have imagined you'd end up leading something like this. <laughs> like, leadership in, in our minds takes these different forms and you probably never would have imagined God would put you in this role, in this season. That's a testimony. It, it is a testimony. That's so well said, Sarah. My, I just want you to know how incredible we think these guys are, how much we believe in them, what God is doing through them. They are literally changing the shape of a county down there, which is uh, helping send and impact people around the globe. And so even if nobody else sees it, we see what God is doing through you guys. We're honored to work alongside. You cannot believe what God has done through you even over the course of the last two years alone. We're super excited for the future. Um, where do they find you guys? At jesusmission.org slash... Tanuma family, I think. Tanuma family. Yeah, it's, yeah. N- it's not Kyle Tanuma or Sarah Gilchrist anymore. I think it's Tanuma family. Yeah. They were recently married. That's fine. What day did you get married? 11th of February. The 11th yep. of yeah. February. Fresh. You can just go to jesusmission.org and go to missionaries, and then, or you can just do the slash. Just look Tanuma for this family, hair. Like, yeah. look for this hair. Scroll, scroll. Sorry, I touched your hair on camera. I don't know if that, that's, that's okay. illegal, but... I consent. <laughs> What an incredible couple. Yeah. You guys need to know them. Go to a jesusmission.org slash the Tanuma family. Not the Tanuma. Slash. Just follow, follow the link. Tyler will put the right link. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and please, guys. Like, if you have any questions about anything that we brought up. I mean, we threw a bunch of information yeah. and a bunch of different things that we're doing. If you guys have questions, reach out. We love to share right. our heart. We're base directors. Yeah. There, so, like, we, we know the things. Yeah. They know well, the things. We have answers to your questions. <laughs> Not we know anything. If yeah. you maybe <laughs> even have a pulling in your heart to be a part of something in the missions world and you don't know where to go or you have no idea what to do, message these guys and see if there's a spot that you could fit in even down there in the Central Valley. There's a lot of discipleship opportunities, church planting opportunities, coffee roasting and coffee ministry and shower ministry and I don't know, there's a million things. We host events down there that they could be part of. If you want to be a part of something, these guys are leading something that needs needs people. Like we are literally praying for workers to be raised yep. up for the harvest, and that might be you. So get involved by going to a jesusmission.org slash apply or just email them directly. Um, thank you so much for taking your time, guys. I'm really excited for what God's doing in you and through you and cannot wait for the future. Um, I'll sit down with these guys later on. Maybe a year from now, we'll look back at this interview and go, holy cow, we did not see that coming, right? Like, <laughs> and I'll look forward to hearing those stories. Thank you for watching People Who Will Change the World. I'm Andy Ziesmer here with Kyle and Sarah Tanuma. We'll be back next week. See you on Friday. Bye. Kyle, Sarah, we're super glad you're a part of the Jesus Mission. Thank you for all you're doing and for what you've been doing down there. Um, Really excited about what God's doing. So until next week, thanks for watching. I'm Andy Ziesmer. This is People Who Will Change the World.